Hello, welcome to The Measured Pencil. I'm Stephen Murray and I'm here with Wes Nelson and it's not a Thursday. It's not. We're coming to you with some bonus content. What day is it, Stephen? I've lost all track of time. I don't know. It will come out sometime soon. Okay. But we wanted to take a moment. It seemed there was a lot of opinions about the Bic Extra Smooth on the Reddit last week in advance of our episode. And we just wanted to take a minute to say, hey, thank Thank you for engaging in the discussion. It's your passion that fuels our passion. I've been on Reddit for 10 years. The subreddit, Mechanical Pencil subreddit, longtime lurker recently came out of the the shadows to start posting and engage with you all. You guys are amazing and girls and everyone. I love each and every one of you. I live for your comments and your posts. So it's been so cool to engage more with that community. And we just wanted to take a moment here to lift up some of the comments, make you part of the show. Again, we're super excited about all this. The first one we're going to, and this might be the only one that we really respond to directly, First one says, there are so many good mechanical pencils out there for you guys to review. This isn't one of them. Yes, possibly. We we do realize the Reddit is devoted to high-end mechanical pencils. Uh, We aren't necessarily. Right. Where we have a broader reach. And I think just judging by the rest of the comments, yes, this is not a high-end mechanical pencil, but it's part of everybody's mechanical pencil journey. Absolutely. You could sense that these writing instruments hold a deeper place in our hearts. Some of them do and some of them don't. And there's a story that every pencil tells, and especially this big. So here's some other comments. One person writes, they are absolute trash. Bic should be sued for polluting the earth and oceans making such a bad product. There's a reason they're sold in packs of 12 and 24, because the pencil itself breaks as much as the shitty plastic clutch and tip break the lead. I hate them so much because those are the only things I knew back then, and because of them, I thought that lead breaking often was an issue with all pencils. It wasn't until I bought a Faber-Castell TK Fine that I realized not all pencils were made equal and spending more on a pencil was worth it. Again, I don't disagree with anything that's said there and it's part of your pencil journey right and how can you know the dark without seeing the light (laughs) hated them back in the day grip wasn't great and the ones i used always had the lead rotating so once you get a chiseled tip it was game over also the standard should have been 0.5 at most instead we are now heavy-handed folks as a result instead we now have heavy-handed folks as a result and write like dookie not entirely this pencil's fault but whatever Dookie. Great album by Green Day, which is when I was using this pencil probably the most. This one is totally right on nostalgic, and that's about it. Ha ha. Next person says, carried me through middle school. Absolutely. And then we have one more that says, hate me if you want, but I love the OG Bicmatic. I have plenty of nice pencils, but the Bic is still one of my favorites. Yeah, it's not going to survive the apocalypse, but that's why they're so cheap and come in packs of 12. I like the lead because it's dark and has good feedback, not scratchy or squeaky like other leads. It's like chalk, where in the way you can feel the lead transferring to the paper. I don't like the way it bends under heavy hands, but that makes me ease up, which actually helps my penmanship. Hate me all you want. These are great. So there's a few more comments, but there's a wide range there. Yeah. Thank you so much for writing in. See, you get on the show. Yeah. Continue to... To let us know what you think, suggest other pencils we should check out. We love the dialogue. We love the, the conversation, and let's keep it going. 
Uh, another th thing we've had feedback on is we're using all these different terms on the pencil, and some of our listeners, probably not the ones on the Reddit, but some of the listeners want us to clarify what we're talking about here. So uh, let's start at the very tip of the pencil, which is referred to as the tip. This is the part of the pencil used to write and where the lead comes out. Next, we have the lead sleeve. This is the part of the pencil that holds the lead, both inside the barrel and at the tip. And then we have the nose cone. This is the part of the pencil that transitions from the barrel to the tip, often forming a cone shape. Sometimes these are removable. Sometimes these are metal when the rest of the pencil is plastic. Sometimes they're plastic, just like the rest of the pencil. Continuing up to the grip, this is the part where you hold the pencil while writing. In most of the pencils we review, the grip is textured or padded. Our favorite grips generally feature knurling. And Wes, what is knurling? Knurling is it's your favorite oh, thing. It's I know the that. best. And once I like first hearing that word, I was like, "This is absolutely the my most favorite word of all time," and it's my most favorite thing on a pencil. The first time I heard it, I thought you made it up. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Oh my gosh, I was just having a flashback to some magnificent knurling I had earlier. Knurling <laughs> is a mechanical process whereby a pattern of straight angled or crossed lines are rolled onto the material generally in metal correct next is the barrel or shaft if you want to get super sexual mm -hmm. which we generally do we so, do yeah. i mean a pencil is basically well never mind and, and once you once you hear this show i mean you kind of just get that right, right. you're just like oh yeah right sorry so what we're calling the barrel uh, is probably the majority of the pencil. You, you want If you think of a wooden pencil that you sharpen, it's the wooden pencil yeah. part of it. Next is the clip, the part that would hold the pencil in place if you were to put it in your pocket. Most pencils have an eraser. Usually they sit on the opposite end from the tip. Often there's a cap that goes over it, metal or plastic. Some are exposed, some are not. Generally, in a mechanical pencil, the eraser is very, very small, and it's usually replaceable. Next is the dispenser. This is the internal part that grasps the lead in place. And then we're going to wrap it up with the clutch or dispenser ring. And this is another internal part, and this is what sets a mechanical pencil apart from a lead holder. This is the part that allows you to advance a controlled, a uh, specific amount of lead as opposed to just letting gravity let that shoot out. So there you have it. There's not going to be a test. I wish there was, because then we could all use our mechanical pencils on our Scantron sheets. You know, there's actually some controversy as to whether or not that picks it up. Really? Yeah. And I wonder if it's um, something about the pressure indentation. Interesting. I don't know. We'll have maybe that can be a, a topic of conversation. We should have a proctor on a future episode. That would be fun. Yes. Would it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if people keep listening. <laughs> Please keep listening. Please we keep love you listening. all. Thank you for listening. Thank you for writing. And uh, we'll continue to do this. Join us on Thursday for our next review. Bye. This was The Measured Pencil with Wes Nelson and Stephen Murray. Follow us on Instagram for more content and to see what the pencils actually look like. If you have a pencil that you would like us to review, contact us through our Acast page and your pencil might be part of a future episode. And if you haven't already followed us, please click subscribe on your favorite place to listen to podcasts.